the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon right now. It is uh, 106 on this uh, Monday afternoon. Everyone's a little bit groggy because it was uh, what a delightful weekend. I hope everyone had a happy and uh, safe 4th of July. As I said, it's John DePietro on this Monday at uh, 106 on this uh, Monday afternoon. It is July 6th. And this portion of the program is brought to you by K's. Folks, stop by K's. Why not? They had a fantastic weekend. And uh, the celebration continues. You know, you owe it to yourself. You can do takeout. You can eat outside. But you owe it to yourself. Check out their Facebook page. K's right there on Cass Ave. Um, right across from CVS where there's always something delicious on the menu. I love the Facebook page at K's and I share it a lot on uh, on my Facebook page uh, just because you can really see the works of art that uh, David and John and that they, that they create folks. So it is such a landmark. I received a nice email from uh, one of our listeners that came in from out of town and that was the first place they wanted to stop in. So um, and especially, you know, K's and the lodge were closed on Saturday and Sunday. And a nice break, but they are uh, back open. And boy, this staff certainly well-deserved break over the weekend. So, but they had uh, tremendous things at K's on the menu. So why not start off the week right, folks, and uh, stop by and see our friends at K's. Well, folks, good afternoon on this Monday. Again, big news uh, locally is going to be that President Trump will be appearing in new hampshire coming up this saturday he's going to do a rally from the airport and i believe this is important because the uh, trump campaign needs to really start to uh, get in gear and pick things up and i i think this there's definitely a combination don't get me wrong of people who that i don't think they want to admit that they are going to be uh, voting for the president but um but at the same time, where the president really needs to be strong is with independence. Now, yesterday, <coughs> excuse me, I did see Susan Rice on Meet the Press, and I think she is the front runner to be the Biden VP. She's a national security expert. Um, she is a woman of color. She was on suddenly this Duckworth is also a serious contender, but I think it's going to be Susan Rice. I'm going to go with, uh, I, I know people were saying Camilla Harris, but I now believe it's going to be Susan Rice. But I'm looking right now, Gallup has a poll that the president has a 38% approval rating. Uh, Trump's job approval rating steady at lower level. That has to change. Folks, it has to change. Uh, 38% uh, partisan gap, 91% approval rating with Republicans, 2% of Democrats. But this race is going to come down to the independents. So let's see, in early May, a president's approval rating tied his personal best at 49% before it sank amid the nationwide protests in the aftermath of the death of George Floyd. Folks, by the way, that 49% when, was when the president was still doing um, press conferences with Dr. Fauci. Now his approval rating uh, stands just three percentage points above his personal low of 35%, which it was in 2017. So right now they have the president at a 38% approval rating. Now, folks, it needs to be at least 10% higher. It needs to be at least, I should say. And right now where it's really fallen is with independence. In, uh, in January, the president had uh, – actually, in February, the president had a 43% approval rating with independence. And that has now fallen sharply to 33%. That's dangerous. Uh, Trump approval slips below majority level among white Americans and men. So they need to get it in gear. And by the way, I want to be very clear, folks. I'm not voting for Biden. I know that there are some people that um, they don't think you should even mention that the campaign needs to get in gear and kind of turn the corner. I, I don't um, believe that. Um, you, you can't treat it like the emperor has no clothes. The, 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 and believe me, they know. They need, know they need to get on message, uh, get things in gear um, in, in order to, 
I also think, you know, people are saying it's early in this four months. I'm also not convinced of that um, because I think it's, <coughs> excuse me, I think it's going to be this month, July, August, September. I just am not convinced that a lot of people are going to change their mind. I think a lot of people have already made up their mind. How many people listening right now? It's it's 11 minutes past one on this Monday. How many people listening? You've already decided you're voting for the president. A lot of you are. Um, how many people listening right now are saying, I am voting for Biden? Case closed. I don't know what the percentage is for undecided voters. Now, maybe the independents want to wait and see how Biden holds up in the debates. It's possible. Maybe they want to see how the VP choice is going to be. Maybe they want to see where the country is going to be with the, you know, the virus when we uh, start to get into the fall. Um, I think the president, as I've said, I believe the president should focus on the virus. I know they were trying to focus on the economy. But I don't think there's anything they can do about the economy with a virus this strong. Right now, the economy in Florida, the economy in Texas, the economy in uh, businesses in Arizona, in California, they are are way, way down. So um, because, I mean, the, 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 the amount of people testing positive for the virus is so out of control that they're in lockdown mode. You can't have that in the fall. You cannot have that in the fall, not if the president, I don't think, I don't think that would be good for re-election. And I think they need to stop. The president is running against the virus and the virus is winning. I disagree with that strategy. And I know there's many people listening that won't wear a mask. They don't like Fauci. I, the numbers prove that the moment the president The mass should not be partisan divide. I don't know how we even got into this. Let me also just check. There's a headline. These 2,453 Rhode Island employers got a federal PPP loan worth at least $150,000. U.S. Small Business Administration released the names employers have received loans through that Paycheck Protection Program. 2,453 enterprises in Rhode Island. So... um, Let's see, there's a number of them that received at least 150000 Newly released data, 14 Rhode Island Enterprise qualified for the largest size loan of between $5 million and $10 million, such as Brown Medicine, University Orthopedics, also uh, Taco Enterprises in Cranston. 400 jobs each were listed. Um, many elite Moses Brown School. How about that? They got a loan between $2 million and $5 million. So I'm looking at Channel 12 has um, uh, the list of the different companies. How about Cardi Corporation? The, um, they received between 5 and $10 million. Um, H. Carr and Sons got between 5 and $10 million. I'm just looking at uh, some of the different numbers. So, folks, but it, it, it certainly seems as though everyone is waiting for... Um, for the second stimulus to come through. Now, I'm also looking, how about Harvard to bring 40% of students back on campus in the fall and test for the virus every three days? So that is huge that they, that's going to be their plan. Harvard announced that uh, all their courses will be delivered online and only 40% of their undergraduate students will come back to the campus for the fall. Only first year students will be invited to campus in the fall and receive instructions on the protocol. So assuming they uh, keep the 40% density, they'd bring back the seniors and first-year students would return and learn uh, remotely in the letter. So the testing every three days, folks, that's what it's going to be. But the colleges the colleges need to get back. It can be done safely. Uh, you can separate the different you know, students. Um, and, and I'm very interested to see how this... Only 40% of Harvard undergrads will return to campus this fall. Well, it's better than right now that there aren't any. Um, how about the fact, folks, the Washington Redskins now going to have to change their name? I mean, I, I just don't know where this leads. Where is this leading, all this um, political correctness now? I don't know how we even got down this path, but this is becoming the deciding election, and it shouldn't be. I want to repeat, folks, and again, good afternoon at one fifteen. It's John DePietro. Listen, we, we are not a racist nation. I think it is rotten the way the United States is being portrayed. We are not a racist nation. 
um, the fact the founding fathers were not all racist to try to put all this stuff in context for 2020. It is um, really despicable how the left is trying to do that. And suddenly now, you know, everybody is a racist and the white privilege and the protesting. There just doesn't seem to be any end to it. But I, I wonder how do people really feel? And I, what I mean by that is how do people feel that it's one thing someone, a pollster reaches someone on the phone and you say, oh, yeah, I support this or I support that. And But how many people are really in lockstep with that or how many people don't want to be called a racist and they want to just get off the phone? This portion of the John DePietro Show on this Monday, folks, is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair today at 401 710-7096-401-710-7096 Ryan's Appliance Repair repairs on all makes and models of appliances whether it's a dishwasher or your dryer or refrigerator or stove or a microwave Ryan's Appliance Repair do you have an appliance that's not working properly maybe you've been it's just sitting there broken Ryan told me a lot of times when he'll go into different homes to repair an appliance that they'll fi- he'll find several that are not working. Uh, some people just accept that the ice machine in your refrigerator or your freezer is not working. Folks, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it's also senior citizens, discounters available, and all work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 401- 710-7096-401-710-7096 serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. And uh, I'll tell you, I have dealt with Ryan personally, folks. He is just terrific. And remember what we say, when your appliance is dying, <clears throat> that's right, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. The story out of Atlanta, that is just so horrific, folks where you had a woman that was just trying to cut through. She was trying to get to a parking lot and didn't realize that these Black Lives Matter protesters had taken over an area right by that Wendy's where that man was uh, shot and killed by police, Russia Brooks. So they opened fire on her vehicle and killed her eight-year-old daughter. And I give credit to that mayor in Atlanta, Saying, you know, you want to talk about Black Lives Matter? What, what, about, what about the life of that little girl? What about her life? And someone definitely knows, you know, who, who is responsible for that. So you really want to talk about Black Lives Matter? You, you shot and killed an eight-year-old girl who was riding with her mother, who was merely trying to cut through where you were because... Um, you just decided to open fire. Let me hear just um, this is a little bit of that mayor. Hold on, folks. Oh, hold on, I have better sound than that. Um, let me just find, because um, she is uh, terrific, who um, absolutely uh, horrific what happened and calling on the violence to stop. And it absolutely should stop. There's no excuse for that. That wasn't the police that did it. That was, um, here is, uh, I believe this is the mayor. Oh, sorry, folks. I have a bad feed. Let me find the good one. All right, this should be it. Well, now we're demanding action for Sequoia Turner. Eight years old. And for all of the other people who were shot in Atlanta last night and over the past few weeks because the reality is this. These aren't police officers shooting people on the streets of Atlanta. These are members of the community shooting each other. And in this case, it is the worst possible outcome. There were two other people who were actually shot and killed last night and several others. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. We have talked about this movement that's happening across America in this moment in time where we have the ears and the interests of people across this country and across this globe who are saying, 
They want to see change. But the difference in this moment in time of the civil rights movement, the civil rights movement, it was a defined common enemy. So we're fighting the enemy within when we are shooting each other up on our streets in this city and you shot and killed a baby. There wasn't one shooter, there were at least two shooters. An eight-year-old baby. If you want people to take us seriously and you want, you don't want us to lose this movement, then we can't lose each other in this. And there are peaceful demonstrators across this city and across this country. And I applaud them and I thank them for being peaceful and for honoring the lives of so many people who have been killed in America because of injustice. That's an important movement that's happening. But this random wild, wild west shoot them up because you can? It's gotta stop. She's exactly right. Folks, that is, and again, good afternoon at 122. That's the mayor of Atlanta where uh, an eight-year-old girl, an eight-year-old girl who was riding with her mother was shot and killed. Can't blame the police on this one. Nope, that was Black Lives Matter protesters. How come that's not the lead story everywhere? I'm willing to bet there's a number of people that are listening right now at 122 on this Monday afternoon, July 6th, on either AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, or maybe online at DePetro.com. And I'll bet many of you are hearing that story for the first time. Where's the protest for her? Where's the justice for that little girl? Why is that seemingly okay? What an absolute disgrace that is. Shooting and killing. Can you imagine trying to now make your way through life? Your parent and your eight-year-old child was shot and murdered in that way. Where's the justice there? Don't blame the police. Don't blame the police on this one. Nope, it wasn't the police that did it. But when you set up this, as she says, a wild, wild west, and we're going to do this, and, you know, where are all the protesters that were cheering them on? Where are they now? What about the justice for that little girl? What are her rights? Does she have any rights? Do the law-abiding people have any rights, or is that only reserved for... For the members of Black Lives Matter and some of these other protest organizations. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. On this Monday, start the week off right. Take a ride to Rhode Island's number one garden center. That's right. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Located 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It is Steve and Debbie in Junior and Byron. You can also find them online, prmaterials.shop, prmaterials.shop. They have a tremendous selection, annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs, birdhouses, gift certificates. Folks, this is the time. This is the week. You're off. You're on vacation. Right off of Route 4, you owe it to yourself to visit Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Well, folks, good afternoon on this Monday. Again, it's John DePietro. Now, if you ever want to get in touch with me, the best thing to do is go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Right on the right-hand side at the top, you'll see Contact John. Hit that, boom, it's a direct email right to me. If you have a question for the governor, Governor Mundo Press Briefing reserves on Wednesday, A big focal point in that is going to be the nursing homes. A big focal point on phase three is going to be the nursing homes. But, folks, you have to also watch what's going on around the country where the virus is exploding. I'm not convinced there's going to be an an NFL season. I really don't think there's going to be a, a college football season. Now they're talking about that they may have some games in the spring. But all this talk, I'm seeing some of the NFL players want to waive the entire preseason. I don't think they're going to have a season. I'm not convinced. I know they want to play baseball, but it's going to be different. I don't think the NBA players are going to go back. This thing is not going away. For some reason, people will not distance. People won't wear a mask. People don't understand you're not supposed to shake hands. I am finding more and more people, I don't know what it is, they don't take it serious. They don't think it can happen to them. 
I don't understand it. I don't relate to it. I do not get the people that just shrug it off and continue to say it's like the flu. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by J.K.L. Engineering. Now, listen, wherever you're listening this afternoon, whether you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, call J.K.L. The original, the best. They'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. And as we already know, listen, it's going to continue to be a hot summer. Call J.K.L. Engineering. Serve their license in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. So if you live in Bellingham or Franklin or Millville or Blackstone, call J.K.L. Engineering. 53 years in business. 401 351-7600. They'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home this summer. 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Highest rebates in the market. Call J.K.L. Rhode Island or Massachusetts. 53 years in business. Maybe you just need your cooling system tuned up. J.K.L. Engineering. 401-351-7600. One more time. Three five one seventy six hundred. How's your cooling system? Maybe you did get some money. Why not invest in your home? That's what people are doing. You're not taking a trip. You're not getting on an airplane. Call JKL 401-351-7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Stay nice and comfortable in your home. Call JKL. They'll keep you nice and warm in the wintertime, nice and cool in the summertime. J.K.L. Engineering, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. Well, folks, again, good afternoon. It's 128 on this Monday. It's John DePietro. What we're going to do right now is we're going to take a, a quick break, a lot more ahead. Leave it right here on the John DePietro Show. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional, and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering, folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think, no gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L. They'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience. Their reputation, second to none. Whether you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, call 
Jkale Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call my friends at Jkl 401 351 7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Let's be nice and comfortable in your home. Jkl 401 351 7600. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, it's time for our legal segment. With us is one of Rhode Island top attorneys, Tim Dodd. Tim, I want to start off the um, June started with a bang with the uh, riot outside or the Providence and the mall and so forth. And uh, they are finally getting around to going through some tape and looking at some of the surveillance tape and making arrests. And um, and they are still on the hunt for some of the more serious crimes, but people wondering what were some of the ramifications there. They, they have now been making some arrests with some of the people involved with the riot that happened the night of, uh, of June 2nd. Yes, it's, it's, it's an interesting world we live in, John. As we've seen with all these police videos, everyone's got a smartphone, everyone's videoing everything. Um, it's very hard to do anything out there without being captured if you're doing something inappropriate. Um, many, many stores and businesses and governmental buildings have um, exterior video cameras. And certainly this is not a case of the same magnitude or gravity of the, um, of the um, bombing um, during um, the uh, marathon in Boston. But as we saw in that case, uh, the perpetrators were um, discovered rather quickly by looking at all the available uh, video surveillance material. And similarly in Providence, the police have been looking at all the video surveillance material that's re- um, again, from government buildings, offices, businesses. And they've identified at least three at this point individuals um, that they've identified, uh, three gentlemen from Warwick, I believe, and they've been charged um, with inciting a riot. Um, One of the problems is under Rhode Island law, um, the charge of inciting a riot um, is a misdemeanor. So it's a crime, if proved, which is punishable by up to a year in jail and up to a $1,000 fine. So in the universe of criminal law, this is a pretty um, minor offense, if you will. It's only a misdemeanor. They're still looking for other um, perpetrators who might be involved in more felonious conduct, some of which might be referred to the feds. Um, Torching a police vehicle could be charged as a federal crime. Um, There's other crimes such as the um, breaking and entering the uh, robberies, the looting, those crimes, if they can identify suspects from the available surveillance material, could be far more significant. But um, I think it's a good start that the Providence PD is looking at this seriously and trying to um, bring all of these um, criminal violators uh, to justice. Unfortunately, unfortunately, John, it's not going to be a big deal because any misdemeanor like this typically gets plea bargained away with essentially a slap on the wrist unless you've got a significant past criminal history. Yeah, from what I understand, um, the, the, the one that they're really still looking for was that uh, St. Pierre shoe store. It's right on on um, Washington Street, and that is the one right down from the Strand Theater, down from uh, City Hall. And that is the one where not only did they break into the shoe store, that's one thing, but they, they torched it. It was on fire. There is video of that, by the way, of that on fire. And uh, and it, there were apartments above uh, the sprinklers, fortunately, in that uh, St. Pierre shoe. Um, the sprinklers did actually were effective inside and in putting out the fire. But, Tim, as we've um, briefly mentioned in the past, that from what I understand, that's the one that law enforcement's really looking after because if they could capture or find out who was responsible for that that tim dot is a far more serious crime 
That's, that would be a first-degree arson charge. Even if you're a first-time offender, even if you've never done anything criminal in your past, you've got a clean record, if you get rung up and charged on a first-degree arson case, that's jail, for sure. For sure. Um, and you could do significant jail time for that. Also, the B&E, the breaking and entering, that's a jail case, even if you're a first-time offender. But the arson, because it's not a vacant building, but it's an inhabited building, as you point out, there's apartments above. If they get that person and they um, bring a prosecution forward and they can get that person dead to rights, jail. That's a for sure jail case. Tim Dodd, uh, this past Sunday, there were some protesters in St. Louis. And boy, that video and photo time we're living in. And so as some of the protesters are making their way to, I believe, the mayor of St. Louis's home, they decide to break through a gate or there was a gate open. They go end up on private property. And this this couple, this uh, husband and wife attorney in St. Louis, this beautiful mansion that they live in, they uh, find themselves out on the front lawn. And then the crowd is threatening. I think there were 300 of them. They're going to shoot their dog. They're going to come into their house and. Boy, the footage just gripped the nation where um, the, uh, the the gentleman, the husband, he's got a an AR-15 and the wife's got a, I think it's a, um, she has a revolver or a handgun, definitely. Um, but Tim Dodd, now there's talk that they may actually be charged with some, some sort of a crime. They call it the St. Louis gun couple. Yes, they do. Um, and again, not to be repetitive, but everything is on video. Whatever you do these days. You're going to be on, you're on candid camera, and um, depending on your conduct, it could really bite you in the fanny if um, things don't go your way. But as to this couple, this is the new trend. These rioters and protesters have announced in various cities and, you know, states around the country that they're not just going to stick to businesses. They're not just going to stick to looting uh, business establishments. They've threatened to go to, um, some, let's call it, nicer neighborhoods. And maybe they're going to start doing B&Es of houses that look like they're um, occupied by, you know, uh, wealthy um, owners who might have nice goodies inside that somebody would like to steal and pillage and rampage. And that's been threatened around the country. So this group um, wants to go pay a visit to the mayor. The mayor lives in a nice gated community. This 300-plus group of um, protesters, be they peaceful or be they less than peaceful, um, I don't think you're peaceful when you're crashing down gates so you can get through into... um, getting onto private property. Um, Again, they're described as peaceful. Not sure that's particularly peaceful. They came with a mission. They came in um, announcing exactly where they were going, when they were going, what they were going to do. So this couple is out front letting these protesters know um, we're here, we're armed, and we feel threatened. And um, the gentleman, he's a lawyer, but he's I think talking way too much has been talking in the media saying that they felt threatened as to what this crowd was doing. Um, He really shouldn't say anything, but that ship has sailed. The um, district attorney for St. Louis is now trying to make headlines, and I believe she is elected, so she's going to be looking to curry favor with the electorate saying, We're going to bring charges against these people. We're not going to let this type of conduct stand in the face of peaceful protesters. Um, So she rushes to a conclusion that the protesters were peaceful and that uh, what uh, this uh, gun-toting couple did was criminal. There could be, there could be, John, a, a relatively significant felony charge that could result from this. In the state of Missouri, there's a felony that can be charged when a person, quote, exhibits in the presence of one or more persons any weapon readily capable of lethal use in an angry or threatening manner. So if it's determined that this couple was brandishing these weapons, and I believe the guy was pointing them in a general manner at this crowd of protesters, 
So is that in an angry or threatening manner? If you do that, you could be, upon conviction, be sentenced to up to four years in prison um, or a $10,000 fine. That's significant. Yeah. Now, however, Missouri also has um, um, a statutory scheme that says um, deadly force cannot be used. And, of course, it wasn't used here. a, A weapon was brandished. But deadly force can't be used unless... Such force is used against a person who unlawfully enters, remains after unlawful entry, or attempts to unlawfully enter private property that is owned or leased by an individual. So, do you have as a property owner the right to use deadly force if someone unlawfully enters and remains on your private property? Right. The statutory and Missouri suggests that you can. So it seems to me this couple could well get charged with some sort of criminal um, violation because the political climate is right to do that. And if you're the DA and if you're elected, you score political points by bringing these charges. We've seen happening all over the country. Many times charges are brought prematurely. We know that in Georgia, the DA is in a tough election race. So to curry favor with the electorate, he charged the the police there in Atlanta, I believe, prematurely. Should they have been charged? Perhaps ultimately, but after a thorough investigation. He popped off and filed charges almost instantaneously as the DA to curry political favor. If this couple is charged, I think it's a very winnable case. It's a very defendable case. And I don't think they'll be convicted of anything. Folks, it's uh, John DePietro with us, Attorney Tim Dodd. Coming up, we are going to touch on the uh, situation in Narragansett with the changing the uh, students per house. Also, JCLS and uh, Representative Blake Flippy in the news. There was uh, quite a press conference. That and a lot more uh, with Attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. I received the nicest email from one of our listeners saying, John DePietro, thank you for telling us about Winfield Termite and Pest Control. I said, hey, thank them. Folks, you can call them today, Winfield Termite and Pest Control, 401-821-7800, online, winfieldpest.com. Rhode Island's most dependable pest control service, Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Remember, family-friendly pest control professionals that you can trust for your home. Call them today, 821-7800. What can Winfield Termite and Pest Control do? Well, remove ants, termites, mice, cockroaches, any pest from your home, yard, business, or commercial property. For a free estimate or to schedule a home inspection, call Winfield Termite and Pest Control today. The team you can depend on. 821-7800. Now listen, this is going to be a bad tick season, but it won't be. Or mosquitoes. Not if you call Winfield Termite and Pest Control. They can protect you, your family, from ticks, mosquitoes. Now listen, who knows what potential viruses that could be spread, whether it be from a mosquito. This is not the time that you want to get Lyme disease from a tick. You'll be able to enjoy your property, maybe for yourself, for your family, for your grandchildren, protect your home, your family and business. And that's what it's about. Protection. I trust Winfield Termite and Pest Control to protect you, your family, your property, your home and your business. Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Call them today, 821-7800, 821-7800, Winfield Termite Pest Control, Rhode Island's most dependable pest control service, a family-friendly pest control professionals. Folks, you're going to love these guys. You can trust. Call them today, 821-7800, or online at winfieldpest.com. Hi, I'm Steve, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in stall lines waiting to get in to buy more bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it when all this started. They're enjoying all the safe, clean water they want all year long. They're drinking it, cooking with it, bathing in it, doing everything in it except searching for it, rationing it, and now waiting in lines. As this crisis further restricts your freedoms and choices and store shelves empty, I hope you now realize how important it is to take control over your own water quality like thousands of my customers already have because when this crisis is over 
Your bad water quality won't be, and neither will your bottled water dependency. So ask yourself, do you think you're finally worth making a one-time investment for a lifetime of clean, safe water? If so, call my company. Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. Water Filter Company, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Because is it really worth going through all this? Well, it's John DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by Johnson Propane. Now listen. You want to be prepared for what's going ahead? Now is the time to stock up on propane. Stop in. Phil never runs out. That's right. Phil Johnson never runs out. Easy to get to. Located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. And it's right in front of Stop and Shop, right over near Rhode Island College. They are open seven days a week. Propane tank and supplies. They fill Blue Rhino. And they will fill up all your propane tanks. Credit cards, debit cards are accepted. You can call Phil Johnson at 401-621-8129. 401-621-8129. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Call Phil, 401-621-8129. Now is the time to stock up. It's drive-in. No wait, propane filling station. They'll fill up your tank. Now is the time. You want to make sure you don't know what's going to happen. And if, in fact, you get locked down or you have to be out, then you want to make sure you have propane. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. I, I'm stopping by to have Phil fill up. I have two tanks. I'm going to have them both filled up. 401-621-8129. Stop in and see him. He's just terrific. And again, right 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right near Rhode Island College, and right in front of Stop and Shop. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. With us is attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, um, this segment, I'd like to start off with the situation down in Narragansett, where they, um, from what I understand, they would like to try to have more of a uh, family community, have families living in more of these houses. You do have a lot of people, they just buy homes. They use them as uh, investment properties where they rent to a bunch of students. There's always problems in the, uh, during the school year with the URI students. I mean, that's just the nature of any college and college students. And and this is different, though, because I don't think I've heard of this in the past where the Narragansett Town Council wants to limit the number of people that can live. You know, a lot of times they have four or five students that live in a house, and, uh, and they'd like to limit that now in Narragansett. It's been a vexing problem in Narragansett for years and years, and really for PCs had problems with student housing. Uh, Narragansett's had a unique problem with student housing. I know when I was of college age and for years since, I know a lot of rental properties in uh, Narragansett rent, not so much just by a price of the house or the apartment, but by the number of bedrooms. It's a, so if you've got a two-bedroom, you get X. If you've got a four-bedroom, you get Y. Um, and that's sort of the way the rental process has gone. Um, on the one hand, these rental properties um, are valuable, and landlords look for them because they can be profitable. It helps to create and maintain uh, property values. Um, but it also can create havoc in neighborhoods. I know in particular, um, Bonnet Shores has problems every year with um, the student renters. The Eastward Look area has problems with student renters. So now the town council is trying to do something about it. There's a Rhode Island Supreme Court case um, that interpreted a Providence statute of a similar nature was constitutional in limiting um, each rental unit um, to up to three students. So it's a unit or a dwelling. Now, Narragansett has had a system where they have limited it to four students. And one of the disturbing aspects of it is they talk about students. So they can't, you can't have more than three students. Um, other towns and communities have tried to make it three, or it's, let's assume it's three, and sometimes it's four, unrelated um, individuals. Well, that would include students. But is it going to be uniformly um, in 
assume you've got three young professionals or four young professionals or five young professionals who want to rent a house or an apartment, but they're not students. Are they going to be treated the same, or is this statute in Narragansett going to attempt to target students to the exclusion of others? I think there's going to be some um, constitutional questions raised yet again. Now, the Rhode Supreme Court has ruled, but my understanding is the Narragansett proposed statute um, modifies and attempts to change some of the language that was in the um, Narragansett, excuse me, the Providence statute, which they attempted to sort of copy and work off of. Um, there's also going to be a problem of enforcement. Many of those who oppose this, um, and most of them are landlords, by the way, saying, well, how are you going to enforce this? We don't have enough police as it is. And how are we going to enforce and go in and check and ask for IDs and demand to know who's living in an apartment? Um, there's probable cause issues. There's just the ability of the town to keep up. The other thing which I think is rather stunning is the proposed the proposed ordinance that Narragansett Narragans is looking to put into place, the penalty for violating it. So you're a landlord, the limit's three, you say to heck with it, I'm gonna rent to these four people. The proposed fine is $500 per day, and every day constitutes a new violation. So <laughs> every day that you would have more than three people renting an apartment or a dwelling from you as a landlord, you could be fined up to $500 for each day, Oh, that's, which is excessive. Yeah, it's $3,500 a week. Yeah, wow. So you've got, you've got two very distinct camps. You've got students who say, listen, there's not enough on-campus housing at URI. Right. So we've got to go somewhere. So we're going to be renting apartments in the surrounding communities. Um, the landlords who own real estate are saying our ability to rent to four kids versus three kids has a direct impact on the value of this real estate. If we can only rent to three kids, our property is worth less. Any investor is going to do the math and um, property values are going to go down, which means that uh, real estate taxes collected are going to go down. And if those tax revenues go down, they're going to have to be made up somewhere else. So for most people, the current situation is good. For the folks who live next door to or, or in the community where there might be a house full of unruly students, it's dreadful to have to live with the um, the disruption that, that these situations can cause. Yeah. If landlords better maintained their properties and didn't allow you know kids to get out of hand, this probably wouldn't be an issue. But uh, I, I think this particular town council is likely to um, go ahead and um, pass an ordinance for this three-person maximum. I think after the election cycle in November you might see a reversal of that position because it's going to be a totally different council. Tim Dodd, how serious is the situation in Providence where the, uh, the whole pension thing, where they thought they were on firm ground and they stopped the colas and all of a sudden it turns out, boy, they, uh, they guessed wrong and maybe not immediately, but Mayor Alors is already sounding the alarms that this, uh, this could be dire warnings for Providence. This is a big deal. I mean, it was a it was a, it was a front page article, but it wasn't a particularly detailed article in the Projo. Um, Judge Taft Carter had three of her separate decisions regarding all the pension reform cases um, overturned in the Rhode Island Supreme Court this week, and the implications are significant. Most importantly, is the issue of colas for retirees now. Back during the Paolino administration and during the Buddy Two administrations, um, contracts were negotiated with fire and police, which provided, on average, a 5% COLA for retirement benefits annually, which is enormous, John. That, that, that's a budget buster. And by the time um, Mayor Tavares came in, he's looked at the, the math and sounded the alarm that this was a Category 5 hurricane, if you'll recall. One example, which has recently been 
cited as an example of, of how this 5% COLA works is there was one uh, Providence fire chief who retires in 1991. His salary at the time was $63,000 and change. By 2014, he was receiving an annual pension benefit of $196,813. That's right. So take that guy and multiply him by many, many others. Um, you can see how this all explodes a budget and it's unsustainable. And the politicians who allowed this to happen um, either weren't paying attention or they knew the implications, but they were looking for short-term um, electoral gain at the price of uh, a real, real financial problem for future um, taxpayers. So now Judge um, Taft Carter had found that the um, revisions to um, suspending COLAs somewhat indefinitely, she thought it was okay. The Supreme Court said no, because by indefinitely um, stopping the COLAs um, was an unlawful taking. So it's taking something that the retirees were expecting to receive. The revisions which the Superior Court Justice approved said that the COLAs could resume when the pension fund was 70% funded. But when that matter was part of the evidence that was um, adduced at trial showed that it's going to take 24 years if everything goes right to get that pension fund up to the 70% threshold. 24 years, most if not all of these retirees will be dead and they will have never received the benefit they were expecting during their lifetimes. So the Supreme Court has said, no, um, the court was incorrect in allowing this um, delay in COLAs to remain until to be 24 years. So the reversal sends the case back to the Superior Court for the judge to reconsider What's a reasonable time frame before these colas should be kicked back in? Um, this will probably wind up in the Supreme Court again. But the implication is if this cola issue is um, determined in a manner after the Superior Court reviews it again in such a way that Providence is going to be paying out, they're going to be paying out millions and millions and millions of dollars. Um, it's not a sustainable situation. I mean, I, I think if this all goes wrong, you know, no politician would ever say it, but I'm not a politician. I can say it. If this all goes wrong, you know, Providence might be looking at a Detroit situation where they've got a bankruptcy song. to yeah. control their future um, pension and payout expenditures. They're going to have to consider something. They're not there yet. This is going back to the Superior Court, John. But this Supreme Court decision... Um, is a very dire warning for the city of Providence as to what the future may hold. I know before they um, suspended the COLA that Gilbert McLaughlin, the journal had mapped out, if he had lived to be 100 years old, uh, when he was 100, his yearly pension payout would be $800,000 a year because of the COLAs.